my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely wonderful day today, and you guys had a blessed weekend. Lots of different articles we're going to talk about today. First thing I wanted to bring up is I had some friends that were down visited over the weekend and we got on this topic of what we're starting to see now with because of you know June apparently now being these this gay transgender cross dressing month that everybody wants to promote and he said something he goes have you noticed how every pretty much hashtag every article every you know queer parade everything they want to do is constantly it's gay pride you know pride 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 blah 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 and I said yeah do you wonder why that term is being used? I said, well, I didn't really think about it. I said, I think we've all gotten desensitized to it. He said, well, pride is pretty much, you know, the deadliest sin, so to speak. It's essentially the first sin that was ever really recorded. If you look back in Hebrews and Ezekiel, going back to Lucifer's fall from heaven, and it was based on what? Pride. It was all about being prideful. And pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall, it says in Proverbs sixteen eighteen. And I find it so interesting now that we find ourselves in this time to where not only is pride, the ideology, the concept, the terminology of pride being promoted in pretty much every aspect of our life now. It's hard to almost get away from it because they're wanting to promote it and shove it down everybody's throat with a water hose right now. But it's actually being glorified. It's actually being exalted as pride is being one of the most exceptional things you can have. Pride being one of the best ways to express yourself right now when in reality, God ex- forbids it. I mean, expressly forbids it. And it's something that is not conducive to a Christian society. Being prideful is not healthy for anybody. It's not healthy for an environment. It's not healthy for a group. It's not healthy for a civilization because people get too arrogant. Now, having national unity, having, you know, being proud of who you are, being proud of being an American, that's a completely different concept. What we're seeing now is this concept of pride, of exalting yourself and saying, I'm proud because of this, because of a true perverted agenda, this whole LGBTQRSPUZ, whatever they want to add new letters to it every single day. There's going to, I'm pretty soon, I think this whole alphabet's going to be listed. And the next one, as I've told you guys, as you can look for the last 10 to 15 years, the next one will be the normalization of pedophilia. It's already started very clearly, as you can see what they're doing to these young children and trying to promote this. That will be the next step because obviously once you start going to this level of debauchery and depravity, there's no limit. There's no level. There's no stopping. It just continues to get progressively more perverted as it goes along, and that has been a perfect example of what we've seen over the last decade now. Once the gay Kenyan was in office in 2009, and he continued to push his agenda, you saw everything continue to go down the slopes as far as perversion. Back before he got in office, this whole concept, this whole topic, this transgender, let's use the bathroom, none of it was really even talked about very much. I mean, obviously, you had 
articles here and there about it, but it was nothing like it was now. So now it's being normalized to teach five- and six-year-olds in California about if they want to be a boy or a girl or a sponge or a walrus tomorrow. It's that perverted. But yet the children don't have the right to say, no, I don't want to wear a mask. That's when you know the perversion is going to a whole other level. When they can tell you what you can, you're allowed to do, but you're not allowed to make your own decisions, only the decisions they tell you you can make. Then on top of that, make it even worse, I saw the article, I brought it up on Hagman on Friday. There was a group of parents that sent their kids' face masks to lab analysis, and what they did was they basically had, uh, I think it was 15, 15 masks, ages 6 to 11. They had all been freshly laundered and washed. They were worn for five to eight hours, most during in-person schooling. One was worn by an adult, and then a T-shirt worn by the school was also used, and an unworn mask was also used as a control group. No pathogens were found on the unused mask or the T-shirt. However, when they checked the mask, it was actually quite disturbing. The lab results found that five of the masks were contaminated with bacteria, parasites, fungi, including three dangerous pathogenic and pneumonia-causing bacterias. No viruses were detected on the mask, although the test was looking and capable of detecting viruses. And then it goes to the list now, basically, coli, borrelene, all these different just horrific bacterias, including meningitis-causing bacteria and antibiotic-resistant bacteria pathogens, all of which were found on the mask. But not a single virus was found on the mask. So that shows you right there 100% The masks aren't stopping viruses at all. The only thing the masks are doing are they're breeding bacteria. It's like, I mean, we've already talked about it enough, so I'm not going to kick this dead horse anymore because if somebody's still running around wearing a mask and you know this now and you know this information that we've said for the last year, then I really don't have anything else to say to you. But I just wanted to bring this up. This was why Dad and I were so adamant in that school board meeting last week or two weeks ago. This is why I've been so adamant about not wearing a mask, even refusing to do it to the point of being threatened to arrest and being kicked out of multiple areas and On top of that, I refuse to go to places anymore that still try to push this agenda. Ironically enough, now Disney World has now dropped their mask mandate in public areas, allegedly. But there's there's this weird gray area where they're saying, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But we're not going to ask you. Same thing with Bush Gardens. But because children under 12 can't be vaccinated yet, children still have to wear masks at all times in the park. And I thought to myself... What a bizarre, perverted rule. So now you're saying that it doesn't matter if the children are healthy. It doesn't matter if they have natural immunity because they've already had COVID. You are still going to force them to wear a face diaper walking around a park that's allegedly for the amusement and enjoyment of primarily children. This, again, is why I will not and have not in many years ever support Disney with a single dollar that I have, ever. They're an unbelievably aggressive pedophilia company, in my opinion, from the stuff they've been involved in to the perversion all the way back to Fantasia. You can see the satanic agenda that Disney World has continued to promote, and this mask agenda now maintaining it still on the children is nothing short than child abuse. And it saddened me that I saw a video the other day, once they dropped the mask mandate for adults, there was a video outside of Disney 
And there were lines to get into Disney World because people wanted to go now because they didn't have to wear a mask. And there were lines all around the whole entire block as far as where you get into like Magic Kingdom and stuff. Unbelievably disturbing to me. The fact that people are still that compliant, they're going to go support a company that blatantly does not respect the rights of their children to breathe fresh air. But again, that's the time that we live in right now, and it's just continually our responsibility to stand up for the rights of these little children because, remember, they don't, they don't have any idea really what's going on in most cases. A five, six, seven-year-old doesn't understand these concepts that's occurring right now. Like Dad said in the school board meeting, if you tell a child basically Marxism is great, they believe you. You continue to tell them that communism is a great thing, they're going to believe you. And if you continue to tell them that for the next decade until they start reaching adulthood, they're going to fully believe everything you've indoctrinated them for the last 10 to 12 years. And that's why it's so important we continue to make sure we're raising little Americans, Dad. What do you think? Great opening, Austin. And uh, you're absolutely right. I had a friend of mine. He's dead now. And it's it's sad because he had a horrible death. But – he was a German fellow, and he had a bakery, and he had a wife who basically was from Colombia. She was raised as a cultural Marxist out of Colombia, out of South America. And even though he was a free enterprise guy and he was doing really well with his bakery, she could not get the communist ideology, the communist indoctrination out of her system. And she wanted to get rid of all of the you know, statues we had for the Civil War. She wanted to get all rid of all the statues in Washington, D.C. You know, she wanted the United States flag changed. It was, a, it was a flag of oppression. And on and on and on and on and on. And she said that all of this stuff needs to be like in a historical museum, like an Auschwitz museum, so they, people see the oppression. that you know, I mean, unbelievable. And, and so every time I talk, started talking to her, i be honest with you, I got into an argument with her. In fact, the last thing I said to her was probably not very nice. But the reality is, is that she was just a nightmare. Because she was trained as a cultural Marxist as a child, as a young child down in Columbia. And now that she's 50 years old, it didn't make any difference. It didn't make one bit of difference. She was still a cultural Marxist, which is odd to me because they had a capitalistic company that was making money, but she was a cultural Marxist. And I told her one time, I said, you know, if you're such a Marxist, if you're such a communist, if you're such a big fan of Lenin and Stalin and Marx, I said, why in the world – don't you give all of your money away and the profits that you make from the bakery and from what you do here to the poor and just basically live destitute? Well, I don't want to do that. And then she starts arguing. She starts yelling about that. And I'm like, I looked at her. I said, what? I said, your, your whole brain is messed up. Your brain's messed up. I said, you, you've been hardwired to believe that cultural Marxism is the real way to go. And that's exactly what Austin just said a minute ago. When a child from the ages of like two to eight – you're basically in a they're in a theta brainwave state, which means they have no filter. They, they they can't say no. You tell them something that's true, they believe you. If you tell them that they put on an Iron Man uniform and they're Iron Man, now they believe they're Iron Man. They believe they're Thor. They believe they believe they're any super rank, whatever you want them to be. See, and, and Austin's also right. Obama's queer. Everybody knows Obama's queer. You know, he basically is married to a transgender. Joan Rivers straight called it out. She was dead just a few months later for calling it out or whatever she was dead from. But there was a wrongful death suit going on. And she basically said that Obama was married to a tranny, that everybody knows that Michelle's a tranny, transgender. Listen to it on YouTube. It's got millions of views. So, you know, one thing about Joan Rivers, don't get me wrong. I didn't care for Joan Rivers. But one thing I liked about Joan Rivers was the fact that she pretty much always told the truth. Now, she was obnoxious, but she told the truth. I never heard a woman lie one time. 
In fact, she had just come back from officiating a gay wedding. which was going to be a little cottage industry for her, according to herself, what she said before she died. She didn't know that she's going to be, you know, one of the people on the deep state hit list because she was releasing the information that Obama was a transgender and Michelle was a guy while Obama was still in office. And they couldn't have that. See, this, this is exactly what's happened. They've started pushing the men using the bathroom with little girls. And, and now we've got this entire Rockefeller Rothschild medical complex, which is completely and totally messed up. You, they, 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 don't, they don't even treat people any longer. They don't even pretend like they're keeping people healthy. That They don't. It's just the Rockefeller Rothschild medical complex is completely and totally trashed out because it's controlled by the same people that control Hollywood and the media. In fact, there's a new video out now. It's called Smart Mark of the Beast in a kid's Netflix cartoon called Stretch Armstrong and the Flex Fighters. Smart Mark of the Beast. Smart. So what's going to happen, and I'm going to tell you this right now. It's going to be weird, but it's going to be, it's going to be what happened. When Genesis chapter 6 happened and all of these people and all of their thoughts were evil all the time, I personally believe that they had their own version of the Mark of the Beast. This is pre-flood. I believe that they have a, had a chip in them. They had a neural link in them. The energy field around the planet was negative. I believe a lot of them were Nephilim hybrid as far as bloodlines. And I believe that they lined up by the millions of people on the planet at that time to get the mark because they wanted the mark. They wanted to have the mark of the beast or whatever it was back then, the neural link. Okay, And so we're going to have the same thing happen this time. You know, just like they were out there in California, Disneyland out there, they have the like the line was like a mile long for people wanting to get back in to be basically abused by Disney, forced to wear masks on rides, forced to wear masks inside, all the other stuff they still have to do with masks. They basically, you know, are going to line up by the miles in order to get a Neuralink because we've been programmed to think that, oh, wow, Neuralink's going to be great. Remember when everybody watched The Matrix 20 years ago with Keanu Reeves, which I actually like that movie, to be honest with you. It's a pretty good movie. And, and all of a sudden, he was able to download all of this information into his mind without having to study. You know, I want to learn jiu-jitsu. I want to learn this. I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. I want to download this, download that. And he could instantaneously obtain all of that knowledge through a Neuralink download because he was inside of The Matrix. Well, that's exactly what they want to do with human beings right now. But they're not going to give you information on jujitsu. They're going to give you information on pornography. They're going to download every manner of perverse evil into you that you could ever have imagined until every thought of every man is evil all the time, just like it was in the days of Noah, just like Jesus told us it would be upon his return. Why do you think the Bible says narrow is the way and few that find it, only a remnant will be saved? Why is that? Because when it gets to the end times and they do all of this and everybody starts taking this mark and they start taking these Neuralink implants, they're going to be thinking negative stuff all of the time. And they're basically going to end up going to hell with Lucifer. Read that on Isaiah chapter 14. And, and the reality is they're going to be put in chains and, and basically bound and put into hell because they're going to be something different than a human because they're going to have the mark of the beast attached to their forehead or to their hand via Neuralink, via smart tattoo, via something. And the Bible warned us about this, and you say, well, why did God tell us in advance? Because God's omnipresent. When he he's looking at the timeline, he sees what they're going to do. He goes back to John in the book of Revelation on the island of Patmos, and he says, John, write this down. Here's what they're going to do. And see, that's what we have to understand is that God is always a step ahead of them because he already, he already knows what they're going to do. So here's another interesting concept, too. This is from 
an attorney who wrote this, and he said, "This is um, he says behind the vaccine veil, he said a doctor cites whistleblowers inside the CDC who claim that injections have already killed fifty thousand Americans." Whoa. Good doctors are doing unthinkable things. They appear to be under a spell. The most highly cited physician on the early treatment of COVID-19 has come out with an explosive new video that blows the lid off the medical establishment's complicity in the unnecessary deaths of tens of thousands of America. Dr. Peter McCulloch said these deaths have been facilitated by a false narrative bent on pushing an all-new unproven vaccine for a disease that was highly treatable. He said COVID was a bioweapon, and the vaccines represent phase two of that bioweapon. And this, in a sense, bioterrorism phase one was rolled out. It was really all about keeping the population in fear and in isolation and preparing them to accept the vaccine, which appears to be phase two of a bioterrorism operation, McCulloch said in the June 11th webinar with German attorney Reiner Fulmich with several other doctors. Wow. Now you think about what he's saying. He's saying 50,000 is dead in the United States. That's what he's willing to accept and look at it. How many do we really have that are actually dead? I don't know. But why is it like this? Why does he say the doctors appear to be under a spell? Why does he say that? Well, the reality is if you look at Second Corinthians 3.14, starting with verse 13, it says, We are not like Moses who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at the end of what was fading away, but their minds were closed. For to this day, the same veil remains at the reading of the Old Covenant. It has not been lifted because only in Christ can it be lifted. And guys, and so we have to understand something. When we have a veil over us and we can't see what's going on, 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. So, What's happened is happened also in the medical profession from the Rothschild influence with the satanic agenda with all of the abortions that they've done in the medical profession since, you know, 1973 with Roe v. Wade. We have blinded the hearts and the minds of the people on this planet by the energy field that's around the planet. Now we're going to be doing it with Neuralink and doing it with 5G interfaces and 6G interfaces. But these doctors, how can you have a pediatrician? because they're getting paid by Blue Cross and Blue Shield a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to have 90% compliance as far as full vaccinations of their patients. When they see the lights go out on these children over and over and over, you had a super healthy little child at 18 months, get the MMR booster shot, boom, lights go out, autistic. Oh, nothing to do here, nothing to see here, move on, move on, I get my $200,000. Yeah, I mean, we literally have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of children that are full-blown autistic right now in the United States, one in 32 boys. That's how bad it is. And yet the doctors are still injecting the children, knowing darn good and well it's going to cause these children to be autistic. And when you basically ask them about it, oh, no, 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 there's no proven correlation on it. Well, no, but there's a whole bunch of anecdotal evidence. Now, why isn't there a proven correlation on that? Okay, why do they say that? I'm going to give you a little statistics here as far as psychology and also double-blind clinical research studies that have to be performed. If they want to prove to a group of people that children get autism from vaccines, they have to have one group of children in a control study that get no vaccines, only a placebo, another group of children in a control study that get the MMR trying to see if they're going to become down, come down with autism. Here's the problem. 
that's not medically ethical. You can't take a human being and try to force autism on them. So they come back and they say, oh, these studies are only anecdotal based on research that was done by compiling information, not on a double-blind clinical research study. Therefore, there's no proof that autism is caused by the MMR vaccine. That's how they do it. So in their mind, because there was no double-blind – it's like – let me give you another example, make it a little more clear. Let's say I want to try to treat brain cancer. And I want to try to find out what causes brain cancer. So what I want to do now is take a group of people and intentionally give them brain cancer and then give one a placebo and give one the treatment for the brain cancer to see if there's a difference in the life expectancy rates. You say, you can't do that. You can't intentionally give people brain cancer. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You can't do that. It's not medically ethical. Nor can you intentionally give a child autism to see if they're getting autism from a vaccine. That's medically unethical. So the only information we have left to work with is anecdotal information and studies that have been done with one in 32 boys now. Dr. Stephanie Seneff saying that by the year 2030, 50% of all children will have autism. By 2040, she says that 100% of the children will have autism. If this current trend doesn't change, why? Because she looks at the anecdotal research that's being done and how many kids are coming down with autism and learning disabilities. I spoke with... My niece yesterday, Julie, and she works basically at a Christian school, and she works in the nursery and in the first, second, and third grade. And she says it's incredible how many kids there have peanut allergies, how many children there have learning disabilities, and how many children there have autism. She says literally there are more children there that have health issues than there are children that are healthy, and the only children that are healthy that she sees in the nurseries are those, listen, that have not been vaccinated. Whoa! But that's anecdotal information, isn't it? Because we can't try to create a sickness or a disease on the kids basically to see if we can find a treatment protocol for them. And that's what we run into. This is where we find ourselves in the United States of America with a whole bunch of weirdos running the entire medical establishment and basically causing all these people to have all these health problems and saying, we had nothing to do with it. It's as if a veil has been placed over their minds. By the evil one, so they cannot see or know the truth. Gosh, guys, it's so frustrating to me. I remember, you know, in, in biology, when I was at Florida State, you know, people who were, in, who were in the medical program there, they would, some of these people were unscrupulous. They would go in and contaminate your pipettes in an organic chemistry experiment just to see if you get a bad grade to try to mess up your GPA so they would have to compete against you for a graduate program. They would do the same thing with animals you were training and testing in psychological, physiological psychology. They would go in and intentionally do stuff so you wouldn't get an A in the course. I had it happen to me personally, okay? And you think, well, why would they do that? Because it's greed. I'm going to say something that's going to make a lot of people mad, and I don't mean by all doctors, because a lot of good, a lot of doctors are really good. Probably 10 to 15 percent of doctors are really good, and they got into medicine because they wanted to help people. The other 85 to 90 percent are greedy. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. All they want to do is make a bunch of money and screw over a bunch of people and have a lifestyle so they can support their 5x wives and their 5x Mercedes and their 5x houses and their 5x everythings, and that's what they do. They, they basically have a lifestyle, and the only reason they go into medicine has nothing to do with helping people. It's all about how much money they can make. You think, well, that's awful, Ted. No, I'm not saying all of them. 10 to 15% aren't like that. The other 85 to 90% are. And I, and I saw it over and over and over again. That's why you tell them, we're going to give you another $200,000 if you give all these kids injections. They go, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. I have a 90% compliance. So you go in there and you say, I want you to be my pediatrician. We have to vaccinate your child. Well, I don't want to do that. Okay, get out. You can't work here. You, we will not have you as a patient. 
they throw you out of the office because you will not allow them to eject your child because they want the money from Blue Cross Blue Shield. That's how perverse it is. These guys have this God complex, and they're always taught in medical school to never admit they do anything wrong because of liability exposure. In other words, you give somebody the wrong medicine and you admit to it, you may get charged criminally. You may end up losing your license. You may end up getting charged civilly. You can't admit to anything that you've ever done wrong. So you get unbelievably arrogant, and you think you can do whatever you want to do, and there's no repercussions. And I see it over and over and over. Then you get the pediatricians who know that these children were healthy until they injected them, and they pretend like they don't see it. Or their hearts and minds have been blinded by the evil one, and they really don't see it. Either way, stay away from doctors who masquerade as men of medicine who are nothing but butchers. What do you think, Austin? Oh, absolutely. There's definitely, I mean, some some interesting ones out there. And we, I had the exact same scenario happen. We brought that up when my wife she took uh, Kindle and basically to uh, one of the pediatricians get one of her ears looked at one time because she was basically uh, having a little ear issue and turned out not to be much of anything. But so she went in there and you know just wanted to get a checkup on her because our normal doctor basically is um, no longer with us. And so the topic obviously got brought up pretty quickly in there about Kendall getting injections. And Lana goes, well, no, ma'am, we have a religious exemption. We've decided not to inject them. And she goes, well, you, you understand that this is – you can't do that. You have to get these shots. She goes, no, we don't. She goes, well, I'm not going to be able to see you. I'm not going to be able to be your pediatrician. Lana goes, well, I'm not really asking you to be my pediatrician. I just needed a checkup. But, man, if you're going to act like that, don't worry. I will never come back. She goes, yeah, well, that's just that, – that's our policy here. The children are not fully vaccinated. They're not allowed to be in here. It, it's for their safety and your safety. Lana's like, my safety and their safety? Uh, that doesn't even make sense. Well, that, that's what it is. That, that, that's how it has to be. Lana's like, okay, goodbye. You know, Whatever my bill is for the day, I'll pay it. I will never step foot in this door again. And the sad part is I hear that story all the time from parents. I get emails, phone calls. People tell me the exact same scenario happens when they actually push back and question the narrative. And so the biggest thing that I have with it is it's not that these doctors are still trying to promote vaccines. It's exactly what dad just said. They don't even want you to ask a question, and they're unwilling to even look at anything, or they just blindly ignore it. However, however, in some news now, we do have a new survey that just came out about this COVID injection. This is interesting. This shows you that a few more people are starting to wake up. The sad part is a lot of these doctors are still administering the COVID shot, even though they're not even taking it themselves, according to this research here, because they don't know what it's going to do to them. I kid you not. 700 physician internet survey by the American, excuse me, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, the AAPS. Nearly 60% said they were not vaccinated against COVID. This contrasts with the claim by the American Medical Association that 96% of practicing physicians are fully vaccinated. So the AMA said completely different. Neither survey obviously represents a full example of American physicians. However, we are starting to see here now more and more that a lot of these doctors, they're not wanting to get the shot themselves. And one person, one of the doctors came in, they said that another survey also showed that 54% of physician respondents were aware of patients suffering significant adverse events. 
of the unvaccinated physicians, 80% said, I believe the risk of shot exceeds the risk of the disease. And 30% said they already had COVID and there was no reason to actually get the shot for that. So I find it interesting as he kind of goes right back with the dad said. If I was a doctor in there and I didn't get a shot, I'd be letting people know if they want to come in and get the shot. I'd be like, listen, you need to know about all the side effects are going to happen with this. You need to know your research. You may want to come back tomorrow, do an internet search tonight, start looking at some data that's going on. Now, whether they're all doing that, I don't know. Probably not. But again, it's really, really troubling to see so many people just blindly accept it because they just don't want to have any flack in any issues at all. Also, to another news, going back to what I was saying at the beginning, I saw this earlier, and it was actually quite disturbing to me. As you saw, um, I, a lot of people didn't see this. At the end of last week, the uh, Beetlejuice, uh, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago, Beetlejuice Mayor, she came out and she basically said that Racism is a public health crisis and is now taking $10 million in COVID funds to send it to equality zones, whatever that means. Well, over the weekend as well, there were also, I think, 23 or 24 shootings uh, as far as people were shot in Chicago. Those numbers could – they may actually be higher. I'm not sure they get so high. But one video that I saw – it was extremely disturbing. I don't really recommend it. It's it's been floating around online, but it's it's just it's disturbing. And it was a video of a couple in Chicago over the weekend, a surveillance video, and basically they had gotten stopped. Their vehicle was stopped. I don't know what started the whole stopping, but they had stopped and there were people around their car. And um the it looked like the driver, which this you never do, tried to get out of the car. He was a male, white male, passenger was a female white female, and he either tried to get out to get in an altercation. It was hard to tell the one surveillance footage, but you can tell very quickly another individual runs out, black male, and guns him down, and while his wife is trying to grab her husband back in the car, he guns her down, shoots both of them, I mean executes them on the ground, on the spot, both of them dead on arrival. And I thought it was quite disturbing, obviously, because the video nature of itself was very graphic. But the fact that you see them pushing this hardcore agenda and trying to keep the racism bubble going, even though racism essentially is unbelievably rare. True racism is extremely rare in the United States now, considering how equal this country is. And what's irritating to me is seeing this excuse being used now by the left to continue to use it as a violent tool against the right by saying pretty much anything that happens, it happened because they were racist when there is zero claim to hold that. And it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning where they're trying to remove any and all American culture. Illinois City now, basically community city of Eviston, Illinois, has now said – the city is celebrating Juneteenth, the new federal holiday commending ending the slave of the U.S., whatever. They will also say the parting will resume next Saturday when Eviston hosts its annual pride celebration. There you go again. There's that pride celebration, including a giant car parade, a giant marching parade, a community picnic, an evening candlelight ceremony, and multiple other events over the rest of the month. And they talk about the, you know, the, the alphabet group, the LGBTQRSTUV, and they're going on and on about how they're going to do all this for that. But then here's the part that really bit me. They now said, however, the annual parade for Independence Day is going to be canceled 
second straight year in a row because of the COVID pandemic. Related activities, including the fun run, concert, and fireworks, will also be halted this year. They said they made the decision based on concern for public health and the unpredictability of the pandemic's impact. So just to clarify, they're having Juneteenth parades. They're having queer, transsexual, cross-dressing pride parades and picnics and parties all month. But July 4th, completely canceled. Is exactly what Dad and I have been saying. They're trying to remove the very concept of America from the communities. They want to make it so it does not exist. Because remember, in order to bring in this true communist agenda, you have to pretty much exterminate the prior history, the prior nationality, the prior strength of what the country was. You have to remove it. You have to completely take it out of the equation because you can't allow any of that national unity to be there any further. You have to dissolve it, and this is exactly what they're doing. So if you're up there in Evanston, I would really, really encourage people to be vocal, but I, I highly doubt that will happen because I think personally you know, that's one of the most liberal states in the country besides California and New York. So I don't think there's much you can do at that point. They've pretty much already spoken. They've chosen the dark side in that city. And in my opinion, if I was living there, I would be looking at relocation strategies over the next six months because they're, this, this is a blatant slap in the face of American culture. You can have Juneteenth Parade. You can have Queer Boy Parade. You cannot have July 4th Parade. That is egregious to me, especially when we're not talking like this is six months difference here. We're talking this is a couple weeks difference as far as in the timing. Just something I'd throw out there. Also, too, in other news, more and more people now, proud to see this, are starting to become Anti-Amazon activists is what they're now claiming. This is a, this is a new group now, anti-Amazon activists. But of course, they're using it in derogatory measures. But what these individuals have been doing now is they're using social media, quite frankly, to hashtag buy local. And so what a lot of them have been doing is they've been going on posts that are talking about Prime Day and promoting Amazon, and they've been hashtagging by local and also continuing to put out facts and statements about what Amazon really does. They were on to say, said, remember to leave your cold drinks and snacks out for delivery people in five to seven days. Oh, and don't forget that Amazon doesn't treat their employees well. It shuts down attempts to unionize and it actively encourages a turnover rate of over 150% a year because the working conditions are so horrific. How about you just buy local? Another one I saw I found interesting. It brought it brought up multiple articles, including Amazon denies workers pee in bottles. Here are the pee bottles. You guys remember that last year? Amazon tried to do damage control and say workers weren't having to sit at their desk and urinate in bottles because they weren't allowed bathroom breaks. And then finally, people came out and actually blew the whistle and said they were. They've also now said that Amazon says it has facial recognition that can identify fear. In their workplace, they literally watch you 24-7 through AI facial recognition and monitor everything you do. And the list goes on and on and on. So this is interesting, though. So I'm, I'm happy to see this, that more and more people are starting to wake up to what Amazon really is and what an absolutely horrific company it is and how it has turned into pretty much a global retail monopoly. And it is not at 
all what it has appeared on the outside. Hence why I don't ever buy anything from Amazon ever. Buy local. Thank you for supporting local businesses or at least online businesses that support your same values. I've said this repeatedly and I'll say it again. Why are you giving money to a company that's diametrically opposed to your beliefs and your viewpoints? If somebody does not like you, they do not like what you're about. They do not support you. They do not want to have anything to do with you except take your money. Why are you going to keep giving them money? Just a million-dollar question. I mean, if, if your neighbor came over every day and said, I need money from you, bro. He said, okay, here's, here's, here's some more money. They came back over and said, dude, I cannot stand you. I absolutely disdain you. I don't want anything to do with you. I am opposed to everything you're about, but I need more money. And you go, um, okay, here's some more money. Nobody's going to do that. That's idiotic. It's moronic. But people still continue to do it with Starbucks, with Amazon, and the list goes down the line. Buy local. Buy with companies that support your rights and your beliefs. And thank you again for supporting Health Masters as being your number one supplement go-to company. As as you know from this show, if you listen to it, we're pretty vocal about standpoints on stuff. We don't sway on many things at all, but we continue to do one thing, and that is speak the truth and promote other people's right to also speak the truth as they see fit, Dad. What do you think? Well, you're right, Austin. And again, I want to also thank everybody listening for supporting Health Masters. I mean, we have deodorants, we have, you know, bath salts, you know, magnesium bath salts, we have supplements, we've got all kinds of stuff, toothpaste. And when you guys get that kind of stuff from us, instead of getting it from the local Amazon, whatever, or Rothschild department store, it really helps to pay for the show. It really does. And thank you again for that. I really, really appreciate it. So does Austin. You, you know, it's interesting to me that, you know, we talk about Starbucks with their unbelievable liberal philosophy. I mean, it's um, they're completely what – what did the owners say? The CEO a few years ago, you know, if you're basically anti-gay or whatever, don't come to our store. If you're a Christian white conservative, don't come to our store. And yet we have Christians, Austin, and it's so frustrating to me, who put Starbucks coffee centers in their churches. I, It, it doesn't make any sense to me why they would do that. But, but think about it for a second. It's trendy, isn't it? See, that's why people are going to take the mark of the beast, because it's trendy. Yeah, I'm, I, that's that's why they're going to do it. It's trendy. Have you got your mark yet? Yeah, I've got it, man. I, hey, look, I can open up doors, and I don't even have to have a lock anymore. This is so cool. My car starts now without anything. Hey, this is so cool. I can download information. This is trendy. This is what makes me so mad with pastors. And they don't realize that the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. They don't realize that they need to actually, actually act like men if they're male pastors. And they get in there with their little push-up jackets and their little tight jeans with holes in them from the pulpit. And, and they walk around and they prance up on the stage and, and they're all name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, goons. And you go, what the heck's wrong with you? And you ask them, well, this is what's trending right now. Don't tell me that. This is what's trending right now. It's trending right now not to have your shirt tucked in your pants. Oh, last month, it's trending now to tuck your shirt in your pants. Oh, this month, it's trending to have your pants too tight with holes in them. Oh, this month, you have cuffs on your pants. What? Who gives a rat's bottom about whether or not something's trendy? You base your life on the word of God. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when pastors go in there, they're doing this trendy stuff. It's going to be trendy to get the mark of the beast. And we're programming people to go with the latest fad. This is that Kim Kardashian mindset. This is what that is. 
oh, her, her husband decided he wanted to be a transgender, so now everybody needs to be a transgender. What? Yeah. You know, he's not on the box of Wheaties anymore, is he? And so all of this stuff is happening all around us, and we see the programming. A little bit of push here, a little push there, a little push here, a little push there. You could have a queer parade, but you can't have a Fourth of July parade. A little push here, a little push there. And people watch, and they sit back, and they just allow everything to collapse around them. Can't go to church on Easter. Can't go to church on Christmas. Can't go to church. Can't do this. Can't do that. Can't do this. Can't do that. And everybody's going, okay, 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 okay. You got to take the vaccine. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. How about no? How about even a dead fish could float downstream? How about no? How about we're not going to do this with the tens of thousands of people that are dying from the vaccine? It's not millions dying from the vaccine. We don't even know what the real numbers are globally. So here's the deal. What's going to happen to these children, these boys and girls, when they go into puberty? They're going to inject babies with this stuff. We know it accumulates in the ovaries, accumulates in the testes. Are they not going to become boys and girls? Are they not going to ovulate? Are we going to kill their ovaries like Gardasil's done to millions of girls? Are we going to do that too? Apparently so. They've got to bring the population of the planet down, down, down. By the way, conservative conference, 2024 straw poll winner was <laughs> Ron DeSantis for basically the Republican nomination for president. At the Western Conservative Summit this weekend, Florida Ron DeSantis beat former President Donald Trump in the presidential preference straw poll. DeSantis edged out Trump in the poll conducted by the Centennial Institute at their event. The approval poll asked participants to select each potential candidate they would approve for in president. Because each participant can choose multiple answers, the end result shows who is popular among most people and so on. And other candidates that were in the top five were that complete and total weirdo Ted Cruz, Mike Pompeo, which I can't believe that, and Tim Scott. Uh, also, Governor Christy Nome and Tom Cotton were also tied for six. But also Senator Rand Paul was in there, too, and Donald Trump Jr. and Dan Crenshaw. And Mike Pence was pretty much booted out. Uh, they decided he's a traitor, and they boo him and boo him now when he shows up at these conventions, which they should. And so the question is this. Who are you going to vote for? for 2024 are you going to vote for trump well he kind of had a big shot at this thing didn't he, he didn't do a whole lot are you going to vote for DeSantis, who basically took his entire cabinet pretty much to israel a few years ago and has promoted noahide laws who are you going to vote for wow are they doing it again are they doing it again are they giving us the people they want us to look at and the people they want us to vote for those people who will maintain their narrative are those the ones they want us to put up there again? Has Donald Trump been so tainted because of what they did to him because of the bad press for four years that they know he can't win another election? So it's time to put Ron DeSantis in and do the same thing to him and push the narrative back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know. I really don't know. But I, I can tell you one thing. Anybody who makes it to that level that becomes a nominee of the Republican Party for president of the United States is going to be controlled. It could be controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel, as they have been for a 100 years. This just is what it is because they control the money supply. And until we decide we're not going to have this happen to us anymore as far as the money supply controlling us, it will never change. Kennedy tried to do it with Executive Order 11110, and they assassinated him for that along with a few other things. By the way, fury as New York prosecutors drop looting charges against hundreds arrested during riots last summer. Surprise, surprise, with Manhattan DA too busy building his case against Trump. 
This is what the Daily Mail say. Manhattan and Bronx have dropped hundreds of looting cases, data show. Out of the 600 arrests, 290 faces have been, 295 cases have been dismissed by prosecutors. Only 93 reached conviction, convention, conviction, mostly on lesser charges with no jail time whatsoever. Business owners expressed outrage at the criminals who targeted them and tore their stores apart, stole their stuff, and burned and looted their, their facilities. Had nothing happened to them. Prosecutors say they were overworked and didn't have enough evidence. DA Vance is currently preoccupied preparing criminal case against Trump. Vance memo on looting charges stresses equitable treatment for suspects. Huh. So he's too busy keeping Donald Trump in the headlines as far as being charged criminally. Guys, think about this for a second. Why didn't Trump pardon himself? Why didn't Trump pardon his whole family? Why didn't Trump pardon everybody from January the 6th? He could have done all that. But that would have not allowed this narrative to continue, would it? It would not have allowed additional stuff to be in the media over and over and over again to distract us and to keep the masses entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> By the way, uh, cruise come, uh, I'm sorry, chlorine plants have been forced to uh, have shut down. Some of them have actually burned up and tore up and everything else. A failure at a Longview manufacturing plant has utilities in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and Northern California facing chlorine shortages. A chlorine shortage that may have impact on the water supply in some towns, according to the Department of Health. The chlorine shortage does not impact all water and sewer utilities in the state, and some have their own on-site chlorine generators or have enough supply on hand to last for several weeks. So we're having a chlorine you know, shortage. We're seeing the same thing with chlorine for swimming pools. And there again, there is no shortage. Notice how lumber companies, now lumber prices are tumbling. They're half of what they were a few months ago, lumber is. Housing is still being built. The reason the lumber is tumbling is there was never a shortage of lumber. You get these brokers who basically buy lumber and then store it. And someone else buys it from them, and they store it. And it never leaves the storage yard, by the way. And then somebody else buys it, and they store it. And everybody marks it up 5 10 15 20%. After that lumber gets touched 40 or 50 or 60 times, and everybody makes their money on that lumber that, by the way, never got shipped to start with, then what ends up happening is the lumber prices are through the roof. The, the, the growers, the people that are raising the trees and the people that are processing the trees, they're not making all this money, and, and neither are the retailers. The people that are making the money are the brokers, and this is the way it always is. The same guys who were the brokers on the slave trade. We talked about that last week. The same guys that are the brokers on fuel and oil prices. You know, That's the problem we have when oil starts running through the roof. It's not that the cost of the oil have gone up or the cost of production have gone up. It's that the brokers start buying it and flipping it, buying it and flipping it to other brokers, and they run the price up. It's artificial price manipulation is what it is. So now we're seeing the prices come back down on the wood, come back down on the stock market because they're trying to, quote, unquote, overt inflation. By the way, the first cruise now has left Miami. <laughs> this is funny. First U.S. cruise in 15 months set to sail as restrictions ease. Now, this is, what, this is not what you think it is. Everybody on this cruise ship has been vaccinated. Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's are employees of Royal Caribbean. In fact, uh, there's only about 650 people going on this cruise. It's going to be only for two nights. They're calling it kind of like a pseudo cruise or a, or a fake cruise or a, a simulated voyage. <laughs> this is 
This is a concept designed by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to essentially prove the ships are safe to sail with COVID-19 still circulating around the globe. For the past year and three months, the companies have been in a state of suspended animation. They have essentially been banned from the U.S., the world's largest cruise market, and were saddled with massive costs of maintaining their fleets. By the way, that's very expensive in a zero-revenue environment. But the federal government's caution around the industry came after dramatic outbreaks last year that killed passengers and crew and taxed public health resources because they wanted to scare people as much as they possibly could. Trapped on another death ship. Don't sail it. Oh, my gosh. People are dying. They're pulling bodies and corpses off. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. COVID's. Yeah. That's what they did, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did that. And they shut down the industry to shut down the velocity of money. They shut that thing down. And they wanted to completely scare everybody. Like I said earlier, the first phase of the bioweapon was the was this Wuhan laboratory engineered HIV, you know, SARS coronavirus that they basically used gain of function through Fauci's research and Fauci's money in order to create this weapon that's been around for a while, by the way. And it was released. And now suddenly it mutated. It didn't kill as many as they wanted it to, but they had to get the fear stoked up, including with the cruise ships, so they could push the second phase of the kill shot or the second phase of this virus, the second phase of this bioweapon population reducer, and that's what they've done. That's what they always do, isn't it? By the way, here's an interesting article, and this is World Israeli News, and it says, Prepare for Iran nuclear facility strike, says Israeli official, after the election of the Butcher of Tehran. The heck? Yeah, this is by Lauren Marcus, World Israel News, and it says, Israeli senior military and intelligence officials are gearing up for a future strike on Iran's nuclear facilities after news broke that Rousseau was elected president of the Islamic Republic. Raisi is a hardcore Islamist who has been named by Amnesty International as a perpetrator of war crimes. Of course he has. That's what they want to believe and want us to believe. Channel 12 News reported that Raisi is in favor of return to the 2015 nuclear deal in exchange for relief of sanctions that have crippled Iran's economy. But as talks with the U.S. enter yet another round of talks with no set end in sight, Israel is worried that Iran will continue stockpiling and enriching uranium until the ink on the deal is dry. Israel believes that the earliest such deal could be signed in August, leaving a relatively long window of time to which Iran could ramp up its nuclear program. Guys, let me stop this. This is just a bunch of nonsense. Listen to me. Remember what they did with Iraq? Okay. With the, with the tubes, the aluminum tubes, the centrifuges, and the yellow cake, and that Iran had weapons of, you know, Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, and how they were going to come in and start nuking everybody and nuking Israel, and we had to go in and take Iraq out? No. Iraq had its independent central bank. Iraq wanted to start trading oil and not use petrodollars. Saddam Hussein had to go because he was going against the international banking community, and they wanted to go in and put an international banking cartel, quote-unquote, owned by the Rothschilds, into Iraq, which is what they did. That's why we went into Iraq. It had nothing to do with weapons of mass destruction. It was complete nonsense. All that was proven to be lies. And we went in there. there. We went in there. We found the guys hiding in a ravine somewhere, whatever he was. And, rather, and by that time, we knew he had no weapons. So what do we do? Do we put him back into power? Yeah, absolutely not. We hang him. Yeah, we invade his country for absolutely no reason. He had no weapons. It had nothing to do with 9-11. We just didn't like him, so they, we took him out. 
And then also we did the same thing to Libya, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did the same thing to all those countries over there. Why? Because they all needed to have Rothschild central banks installed so they could become part of the one-world global currency, one-world global market, one-world global yeah, Rothschild owns everything group, okay? And that's what they did. And always remember that. So when you read about all of this stuff and that they're all scared that Iran's going to do this, remember, Iran still has an independent central bank. They want to get rid of Iran primarily because of that. Iran's not going to attack anybody. They don't need nuclear weapons. Same thing Saddam didn't have. All, we want, all they want to do is make us believe this stuff so that when they go in and take out the country, we'll be in agreement with it. That's all it is. Guys, I have not yet had the opportunity to pray for you guys today. I'll pray for you guys in a few minutes. I appreciate you. I love you guys. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And continue to stay prepped and stay prepared as you see a lot of this stuff continuing to escalate. It's always, always important that you basically train, stay active, exercise, stay in good shape, and by all means have a means to protect yourself if you ever need to do so. And just always encourage that, as you guys know. Also, too, another news, I had somebody – Send me an email, and they were asking me about what we're starting to hear about people that, you know, basically had been injected with this and are possibly spreading spike proteins. You guys heard some of the research and some of the doctors bring it up. The biggest thing, and I'll bring this up again, is the vitamin C, D3, zinc is so important to keep the immune system strong. A lot of people, I'm getting a lot of reports from people that have never had the shot. And all of a sudden, they're getting sick, and they're staying sick for a week or two at a time. And it's usually almost proceeds right after they're around multiple people that have been injected. I don't know how this entire thing is working as far as people being injected and making other people sick. I really don't. Doctors have talked about it. Some of them are saying that they're not even allowing vaccinated people in their office. One doctor said that online. Uh, but what I can tell you is that it's very, very important to maintain the immune system. Make sure you're getting adequate sleep. If you have the ability or can get some, get an intravenous vitamin C IV. That's always a really good, helpful thing to get, and it will massively boost the immune system and knock out a lot of stuff that's in your system. And also, too, you have to keep your diet clean. I can't reiterate that anymore. I know a lot of people that, you know, they get sick and they just want to eat junk and they don't want to stop eating junk. The junk food, especially like the sugar and the high fructose corn syrup, not only is it very, very hard on the liver, it also is very difficult for your body basically to Fight off something because sugar drops your white blood cells. When your body's actively trying to fight off something that it's been exposed to, shoving more toxins and more nasty things in your body is the absolute worst thing you can do. The biggest thing you need to be doing is making sure, A, your colon and your digestive system is basically cleaned out. Whether you use the atriala or the GHI cleanse, both of those stack well together, making sure your body is detoxed. Also, too, drinking adequate amounts of water and keeping your blood circulating. Water is crucial for the body. Your body has to have adequate fluid in order to maintain blood viscosity. If the blood viscosity gets too thick, not only is it more difficult for the heart to pump, we've talked about, it also reduces the amount of toxins that are processed and pulled out through the liver and excreted through the kidneys. So it's very, very crucial you're having adequate amount of water intake on a regular basis. And also, to the N-acetylcysteine, 
which is basically the precursor to glutathione, is also a very, very good product to help remove toxins out of the body. So there's a few different things you can do and continue to keep your immune system strong. I told you guys, it was Lan and I got the exact same thing a month ago, a month and a half ago, and we were around a bunch of people that had just gotten injected with this toxic stuff. And it was like me and her both, she got it, day later I got it, and we basically were fighting it for about a week. And I bounced back from it pretty fast. I didn't get a vitamin C IV. She did. And, um, but I also hammered the supplements every day. And the vitamin C, you don't want to take the vitamin C in a one giant dose when you're doing the capsules or the powder. You want to microdose it throughout the entire day to keep vitamin C levels elevated as high as possible in the bloodstream. So generally, I like to take anywhere from like 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C, but I'll take it five to six times a day. That's the best way to take it. So again, encourage everybody. Keep your head held high. Keep your immune system strong. Continue to get the truth out there. I appreciate you, my friends. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can. 1-800-726-1834. The organic food buckets on sale right now for product of the week. Also, the ultimate multiple powder also on big super sale right now be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com thank you again for the support continue to spread the truth get the news out there the real news of what's really going on and try to wake up as many people as you possibly can it is so important that we're all working together right now and not letting minor little petty differences separate people i get it a lot of times people have disagreements the best you can continue to get the truth out there and stand together have a blessed safe awesome night we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.